Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. All right, Mike Heck here with MMAfighting.com. And can you believe it, ladies and gentlemen? Another big news day in the world of mixed martial arts and the UFC. Five days after UFC 249 and subsequent events were postponed, the UFC is targeting May 9th for a return to action in a location yet to be determined. May 9th, of course, was the scheduled date for UFC 250, which was originally scheduled to take place in Brazil. That will not be the case anymore. The news of the targeted date was first reported by our own Damon Martin and MMAfighting.com deputy editor Stephen Morocco, but ESPN's Bert Akimoto confirmed the report and also released a slew of targeted bouts for the event, which includes three championship bouts, including Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje for the interim lightweight title, Henry Cejudo defending the bantamweight title against Dominic Cruz, and Amanda Nunes defending her women's featherweight title against Felicia Spencer. Other bouts that are targeted for the May 9th event include a rematch between Donald Cerrone and Anthony Pettis, Francis Ngannou versus Jarzinho Rosenstrike, Calvin Cater versus Jeremy Stevens, and a whole bunch more to fill out this 12-fight card. At least that's what's being targeted right now. The rest of the fights were either slated for April 18th or they were bouts originally scheduled to take place within the next few weeks on the UFC schedule. As far as location goes, It would be pretty hard to imagine Dana White and the UFC that they haven't discussed Florida for this event and future events. You may have heard that an order put forth by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has deemed the WWE as an essential business during the COVID-19 pandemic, along with, quote, employees at a professional sports and media production with the national audience, including any athletes, entertainers, production team, executive team, media team, and any others necessary to facilitate, including services supporting such production, only if the location is closed to the general public. That would include the UFC. Now, in a statement to MMA fighting from the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation, that the Florida State Boxing Commission, quote, is prepared to regulate a professional sports production that is planned and executed in accordance with the conditions of the essential service approvals issued by the state coordinating officer. One other piece of news that is UFC related from today, uh, President Donald Trump has put together a team of executives tasked with helping to restart the economy in the United States once the lockdown comes to an end. On that task force includes Vince McMahon from the WWE and Dana White from the UFC. As far as this fight card goes, it is important to note that over the last couple of hours, I have spoken to numerous sources in regards to the May 9th event. The date isn't a big surprise to a lot of the fighters and managers because it's a date that's been floated around quite a bit. I will also note that the majority of the fighters that are slated to compete on this card have verbally agreed to fight on the new date. Others have some questions, understandably so. We'll touch on some of those questions in a moment, but it's fair to say that on April 14th, 2020, as we are recording this right now and putting this video together, very few pens have gone to paper. But to further react to yet more news on the UFC front, let's bring in one of the co-hosts of the A-Side live chat on MMAfighting.com, Jose Youngs. 
Uh, being joined by Jose Youngs. And man, these upcoming A-side live chats are sort of in a position where they almost produce themselves, do they not? Uh, yeah, it's... It's I lose track of the, the the days blur together, the hours blur together. It feels like this has been one long, stretched out day. Uh, but yeah, it seems like every time we have a scheduled a side, something crazy happens the day before. So uh, look out for Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, I guess, because that's when news is gonna drop. <laughs> well, with this particular news, May 9th is the targeted date for the UFC's return to action. I remember when you joined me on the last news update, what five days ago that you had. Yeah. No reaction to UFC 249 being po po postponed. So let me let me phrase it this way. Are you surprised that less than a week later, we're ramping this thing right back up? Uh, no, it's it doesn't surprise me at all. But at the same time, uh, if they hadn't announced anything, I wouldn't be surprised. If they had announced they were having fights in two weeks, I wouldn't have been surprised. The UFC and especially Dana White has been pretty gung-ho on not only holding these events, but as Dana White said, like he wants to be the first. Like He wants to be the one that like kicks in the door to, to quote-unquote normalcy in sports. He credits him. No one wants to be the first except for him and Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon and the WWE haven't stopped. They're still holding the events, even they're even holding live events. Uh, the UFC really wants to be the first sport uh, out at, amid this coronavirus. So no, I'm not. I'm not even remotely surprised. We're hold, they're trying to hold events uh, so close to them canceling UFC 249. This sort of hypothetical fight card is, is pretty damn good. Should it actually be the card on May 9th? Good, like is, good is an understatement. Like that's every single fight could be, well, there are a few exceptions, but uh, you, you could talk me into almost every single fight head headlining, not just a pay-per-view, but there are a lot of fight night headliners like, like Carlos Spars and Michelle Watterson, like Hardy DeCastro, I think he's like a, is a co-main event of a fight night. Same as like Rosa and Mitchell, but there are a lot of, lot of high caliber like high level martial arts fights right now and a lot of fights some make sense some don't make sense but i'm sure we'll talk about it but uh saying calling this a good fight card hypothetical or not would be an understatement so what would you grade it on paper just looking at it from top to bottom on paper if this happens it's gotta like if this everything goes right and they hold the card and no one gets sick no one in 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 Behind the scenes gets sick. It's all if everything is smooth sailing. This is one of the better cards I've seen in a long time. I don't know what I can give it a grade because, like we said, it's hypothetical at this point. And there is a certain bantamweight champion that has fallen out of a fight or two on this card. So I want to make it to this card, let alone the main event. Like, how many times are we going to like tease certain fights with with one of these fighters? So like, I want to get it on screen before I can even think of grading this card. Yeah, it's the, the undercard is great. The hypothetical hat trick of title fights mm -hmm. are great. I mean, two of them are super intriguing. You know, obviously Spencer, if she could pull off a huge upset, what a story that would be. But mm -hmm. but it's fun. So so that leads me to one of the big reactions that I've seen on social media since this all came about. The UFC going back to the Ferguson Gaethje matchup. And a lot of people are up in arms about this. Some even going as far to say that it, quote, kills a potential Ferguson Namaga Madoff fight, which to me, I think that May 9th is the best case scenario for that fight to remain intact down the road because Habib said he's targeting a September return. It gives the winner of this fight six months to heal up and get ready for Habib. And that's thinking very positively on my part as, as those two are probably going to hammer it out for as long as that fight lasts. But what say you, like, how do you react to those folks who say that booking Ferguson Gaethje puts Habib versus Ferguson, that potential matchup, essentially in the grave? They're right. 
They're right. It's, they sh- this shouldn't be the main event. Uh, the main event, like I get if Tony Ferguson wants to fight, I'm not going to talk him out of it. Like I'll watch Tony fight Ferguson fight a door and I would be excited for that fight. Uh, I like the fight as like a martial arts competition, but these people that are scared, like we joked after Cerrone, after Ferguson beat Cerrone and then after Gaethje beat Cerrone, like we joked, imagine a world where Tony Ferguson has to fight Justin Gaethje to get another shot at Habib Nurmagomedov. Like, that was a joke, and now it's a reality. Like, Justin Gaethje is a terrible matchup for a lot of, like, for everyone in that division, especially Habib Nurmagomedov. So I would not be surprised if he beats Tony Ferguson and I'm not I, I, and, give, and gives Habib Nurmagomedov one of his biggest challenges. So for those people scared that Justin Gaethje could come in and quote-unquote play spoiler for one of these great fights— yeah, be scared. Justin Gaethje is a terrifying individual. So I don't like – I like the fight. I don't like the timing of it. But if Tony Ferguson wants to fight, he cut all that weight. He went through a fight camp. Let him fight. I'm not going to talk him out of it, but I don't like it. Yeah, and I think it's been a while. By the time he fights, it'll be about around 11 months or so since Ferguson's fought. So, I mean, you know, he wants to make a paycheck, maybe get two huge fights in, in 2020. I get Good it. For him. I, just, I get it. I wish they – like we've been teased like six times the charm at this point is – like it's 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 getting out of control. Uh, how much we've like like this? That's a one fight card. Like I'll pay money to watch that one fight, Habib and Tony Ferguson. And now that Tony Ferguson has to go through a meat grinder just to get to this grizzly of a man and Habib Nurmagomedov, like good god, man! Like not taking the easy way. Yeah, if he beats Gaethje and then beats Habib later on this year, I mean, greatest this, this would be the, lived. Greatest yeah, this would be the greatest run in maybe all of combat sports history. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, We've been very positive here thus far, and I I don't mean to be a downer, but this needs to be brought up because with this news, people are very excited again. They just are like losing 249 was was bad. It created this this horrible ripple effect across the sport from the fans, the fighters, the media, managers and coaches. It was a rough few days on social media. If the UFC cannot deliver this time around. How bad could this get? Like, how long will it take the UFC to recover from this if they pull the rug out once again, if they can't make this happen on May 9th? It's it depends on how it falls apart, I would say. Like, worst case scenario, this event goes down and then stuff comes out after the fact, like three of the fighters have the virus like that would be awful for them if that happened like say for some somehow dominant cruz makes it to that car felice spencer amanda nunez the three title fights make it and then all the under the undercard make it and then three or four of them end up testing positive for the coronavirus that would be worst case scenario because that would be like see this is why you pause events for the ufc they like they have to take every precaution for that this the fact that it's this stacked like even if we lose cejudo cruz there's still two fights. There's still two title fights. There's still all these stacked cards. It's probably why they're playing it this way. A lot of fighters, that if they do fall off or get sick or whatever, they have these stacked cards. But if they, it really depends on why. Like if 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 the world goes through another terrible thing and something awful happens in the world, and the president or more Disney or ESPN or whoever tells Dana like you can't do this. Like, that's just bad for the world. I'm not even talking about sports. Like, but worst case scenario for the UFC, fighters test positive for the virus. I don't know how, like, it would take a lot to recover in the eyes of, like, the mainstream media. That's for sure. So I don't know if you saw this. Bavada 
has put out lines on a futures bet. And sure. the topic is, will a UFC card take place on May 9th? And right now, no is the massive favorite at yeah. minus 450. And the comeback on yes is at plus 275. So, Jose, this isn't actually going to happen. We're talking hypotheticals here. I'm going to give you $100 of supplemental income to throw at either of these choices. What are you putting your 100 bucks on? So the favorite is no. The favorite is I no. I don't think uh, – I'd, I'd say yes. Dana White is insane enough to hold an event. Um, he's building an island for God's sake. So <laughs> I don't think it will happen uh, because like we said, like we're talking about a hypothetical card. People are like fights, fights, fights. I'm like, no, hypothetical fight, hypothetical fight. Nothing is set in stone yet. Like there's a fight like Cerrone and Pettis is verbally agreed on at this point, like last I heard. So these fights aren't even official yet. So I don't think it will even happen because none of, the, none of them have even signed on to it or are official yet. Um, but I'll say yes. Like if, I, if you're giving me a hundred bucks and Dana White is a is a madman building an island, like why wouldn't I put that? That it, I'm thinking about this as a betting. Like I don't think it will happen, but if I'm trying to make a lot of money, I'm gonna bet Dana White pulls this off because he's he, if if anyone is gonna pull it off, he's the craziest one to do it. All right. So money aside, you're saying if if you're giving your own personal opinion here, you're saying it doesn't happen. But if you were to place money Correct. on on the odds you're you're, pl- you're picking yes as I, as a sane man as a sane man i'm saying it doesn't happen as a crazy man i'm betting a lot of money on the crazy man that well that has pulled off more like in this in the world of mixed martial arts dana white has pulled off a lot of crazy things and he's tried a lot of crazy things so if you want if someone in this space is going to do it it's going to be him uh so yes i would not da- bet against dana white pulling this off I'm with you. I, th- I think it is going to happen. Um, there's just there's obviously we have the island. It looks like uh, they're talking mid May to to start the fighter island fights or fight island, whatever it ends up being called. Um, but now you have Florida in the mix. You know Nevada might be coming back pretty soon, so I think they have some backups there just in case May not doesn't happen. So you know they have their th- th- that's the big thing about WWE. They have their own mm-hmm. they have their own center. They have their own home to to host these events, and the UFC has that as well. And I think we're going to be seeing that utilized quite a bit over these next couple of months as we try to get back to normalcy. But what a time! What a time! What a time! UFC targeting May 9th for their return to action. I guess we're going to call this UFC 249. 3.0 at this point i mean my gosh it's five this days is, later we live in a movie i've been watching a lot of things on parallel universes right now and there there's something's going on in the times timeline that's what's happening right now so relevancy is is at a peak point for the relevancy of, is yeah. at a yeah you're telling me man something crazy in the time stream is happening and i wouldn't put it past the usc to pull this off if someone's going to do it, it's going to be them I feel better about this than I did April 18th happening, but we'll see what happens. In the meantime, check out the A-Side live chat with Jose Young's and Pizzi Carroll tomorrow, which is Wednesday, as you hear this, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Molly McCann is going to join the panel. Is that correct? Correct. And we got a special guest coming Friday, so stay tuned. Oh, man. Uh, already loaded up with special guests this week on the A-Side. If you missed Uriah, Faber, and Andre Feely, it was fantastic. Highly mm-hmm. recommend you go back and watch that, but I'm sure there'll be much more reaction to this developing story on the A-Side. For Jose Youngs, I am Mike Hack. Of course, stay connected to MMAfighting.com for the latest on May 9th and more in the world of mixed martial arts. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.